The other day, I was watching the news trying to relax, and there was a story that came on about using confetti, yes, confetti, to de-stress. And I have to admit, it was pretty appealing. By the way, it's called The Confetti Project if you want to look up what the story was actually about. But guess what is the top thing that we stress about and why we apparently need all this confetti? Well, given that you are listening to this podcast, you guys know the answer. It is money. According to the American Psychological Association, money continues to be the top source of stress for Americans. And that's where financial wellness strategies comes in. Financial Wellness Strategies provides educational resources for companies' employees so that they can find the balance between financial wealth and mental health. Financial literacy is absolutely important, but we also need to go beyond academics and learn how all of this actually fits into our real lives and what we want to accomplish with our hard-earned money. Learn more about how you and your company can invest in peace of mind at financialwellnessstrategies.com. That's financialwellnessstrategies.com. Welcome to the Wellness for Financial Grownups podcast. I am your host, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grownup and Launching Financial Grownups. A big part of being a financial grownup is finding ways to amplify your income. Most of us have day jobs, but who doesn't like a little icing on the income cake, right? That's where this week's guest comes in. But before we get to her, our quote for this episode comes from next week's guest. How's that for a tease? Liz Elting. Her book, Dream Big and Win, is going to be the sensation of the fall. Trust me, it is coming out in just about a week if you're listening to this episode as it is released. This book, Dream Big and Win, has so many gems in it that I can't wait the next week to just tell you some of the quotes. This one is one of my favorites that she says in the book, and it is really motivating me this fall and having me think a little bit differently about my business, and I hope it's going to do the same for you. She says in the book, quote, a goal is a dream with a deadline. A goal is a dream with a deadline, right? So think about it. I love this because we all have dreams and Without the structure, though, of a deadline and some kind of actual plan, it's really tough to get this done. It's tough to fulfill your dreams if you just dream. So don't just dream. Set some deadlines for yourself. And if you really want to get it done, tell someone. I find when I have an accountability partner, it really helps. And also offer to do the same for someone else, right? Pay it forward, pay it equal, whatever you want to call it. But reach out to other people if they talk about their dreams and say, how can I help you get this done? Do you want to tell me how you're doing in a month from now? Do you want me to check in with you? What can we do to make sure your dreams actually have a deadline so that they actually become your reality? Now to our guest. Jen Glantz is the founder of Bridesmaid for Hire. She basically took something that she was doing for free, everyone, and she monetized it into a business. She'll tell us more about that, but trust me, it was genius. She has also written three books and runs a consulting company along with a weekly newsletter that I personally read religiously called Monday Morning Pick Me Up. And along the way, she got married and recently had a baby and she's documenting a lot of her life on social media. So definitely follow her. She is very busy and we are in for a treat because she's not only going to tell us how she's doing all those things, she tells us how we can monetize what we already love doing. So streamlining that income into something that really makes sense for the lifestyle that you're already leading. So we're adding income, but not adding more chores, if you know what I mean. Who doesn't love doing that? 
Here is the fantastic Jen Glance. Jen Glantz, you are a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I wanted to have you on. You're the founder of Bridesmaid for Hire, but you are so much more. I We're going to be talking about creative ways to make money as a grown-up, but I want to give our listeners a little more context because you do a lot and you have some amazing perspectives, basically based on your incredible life experience, which has been quirky and awesome. So tell us a little bit more. So I started off as a writer. I was a copywriter at a tech startup. I was a blogger. I was writing books. And then all of a sudden, I was always a bridesmaid for my friends. And while that was really fun, it was super expensive. And it was a thankless job. What happened was distant friends started asking me to be their bridesmaid. And when that happened, I thought to myself, okay, if I could do this for somebody I hardly know, why not do it for strangers? I posted an ad on Craigslist offering my services to people I didn't know. I got hundreds of responses. And for the past nine years, my full-time job has been bridesmaid for hire. People hire me to be their bridesmaid. And by the way, so, cause people are, I know I'm fascinated by this. What are the duties of a bridesmaid that are frankly worth paying for? And, um, and what advice do you have for the unpaid bridesmaids out there who aren't going to ask for money, but just so that they know what they're getting into? When you are a bridesmaid, you are doing so much work, everything from planning a bachelorette party, picking out decorations, sourcing gifts, planning travel, getting your bridesmaid dress. You are doing so many things. Plus, you are spending quality time listening to the problems that the couple has, helping them out, and so much more. It's a job that really depends on the person getting married and their expectations of you. My biggest piece of advice is transparency. Know upfront what is required of you, both financially and your time, before you ever say yes to being a bridesmaid. So much. I never thought about that. You're a therapist, you're a stylist, you're an event planner, you're an organizer. I mean, it's a lot, but you so smartly use that to find that's a creative way to earn money. You're getting paid for something that you were doing that you weren't getting paid for. So on that note, we're going to switch gears. You have some tips for us of ways that people can sort of leverage what they're maybe already doing or would enjoy doing or can do because of their skill set and get paid. You know, we're so held back by our resume. We think just because we have work experience, that's all we can do. But the truth is you can make money doing so many things. There's three things you should start off doing. Number one, think about what people in your life ask you for the most. Maybe people ask you for advice, for organization, for tips, for cooking the meals, whatever it is. Think about what people ask you for and see if there's a service you can monetize to other people who need that and don't know you. Next, think about skills from your job that you use every now and then, but maybe you can use those on a freelance basis, a side hustle basis, and get paid to do that. Let's say you are really good at proofreading emails, or you're somebody who comes up with really cool team building events. Maybe you can get hired to do that as a consultant. And third, simply think about the things you enjoy and see if you can monetize that. Maybe you're somebody who loves to share your stuff. You could actually get paid to rent anything that you own from your car to your closet for storage space to the stroller that you're not using anymore. There's so many different opportunities to make money from skills, interests, hobbies, or just things you generally have or enjoy. Besides the bridesmaid idea, what has been sort of the most creative thing that you have ever heard of? 
Oh my goodness. I've heard of people who charge for professional snuggling. So they'll snuggle with you. I've heard people who are professional mermaids and get paid to show up and perform as a mermaid. I mean, there are so many people with what we call odd jobs who just found something interesting or unique about them and turned it into a service. And you might think nobody wants it. Before you say that, test it out. Okay. Let's switch gears. You are a new mom and you have advice for ways to Well, basically we can learn from a lot of your mistakes, which I can't believe you have that many mistakes, Jen, but for parents really of all ages, you know, what are some of your money tips for them? You know, I was somebody who most of my twenties, I didn't care about personal finance and I made a lot of mistakes and now I am addicted to figuring out how to hack my own finances. And I want to do the same for my child. The first thing I did was say, you know what? I don't want any gifts for her. I don't want clothes. I don't want toys. I don't want anything. If you want to give us a gift, give us money. And what I did is I opened up a 529 savings plan for her where that money in there can go towards her college, her schooling. It could also go toward a retirement account later on and more. Also, I use that cash to open up a high yield savings account so that she can earn interest on that money. Through both of those things and other things as well, my goal is that by the time she's 18, she has over six figures in these accounts. I want to set her up for a great future. And by doing that, I'm saying, you know what? No gifts except for money gifts. And I plan to also contribute money to these accounts throughout the years as well. Do you have tips for you're presumably buying all the things that people usually gift to parents? So do you have any tips for that and money, money saving ways in terms of all the stuff that parents buy? and spend money on. Try not to buy stuff because your kids grow out of it very fast. There are so many different groups out there on Facebook, Nextdoor, other communities where people are happy to give away things for free because they grew out of it, they bought too much of it. You can find strollers, bassinets, clothing, and more. See what you can get for free or for resale because you will save so much money that way. I wanna finally ask you about your monthly money practices. This is fascinating, tell us more. I'm somebody that once I turned 30, I said, you know what? I want to make sure that finances are something I focus on a lot. So every single month I do an entire audit of my finances. I go through every single transaction on my credit card. I figure out exactly how much it costs me to live my life that month. And I make sure that it's a couple thousand dollars or hundred dollars less than the month before. So I try to optimize my saving every month by cutting my spending every month. It's also interesting that my husband and I, we keep mostly our finances pretty separate. And we do that because it saves us a lot of conflict and a lot of just conversations that we don't want to have right now. So I have a budget for myself. I manage my money myself. And I think that's empowering, especially as a woman to take control of your money and do these monthly audits. So many people are scared to look at their credit card statements and to figure out how much it costs them to live that month. But once you do that, you can know exactly what you want to change and it doesn't have to be drastic. How do you manage when your husband and you maybe disagree about financial priorities, especially with a growing family? So we have one account that is joint that we use for our joint expenses, rent, things for the baby. But then we have our own account. And by doing that, we're able to say, okay, we can make our own decisions about what we want to spend now. And in terms of retirement and future savings, we have the same values when it comes to money in terms of how we save and what our overall goals are. But we're not nitpicking exactly what the other person is spending on. So I think if you have the same overarching high-level goals with your partner, that's a great place to start. 
One thing we talk about, Jen, as financial grownups is the different life stages and how our perspective changes with respect to money. So you've written three books. The first two were kind of about always being a bridesmaid, and then you had one where you were finally the bride, and now you're the mom. Tell us how your perspective on money has changed as your life has gone through these different milestone events. The first time it really changed is when I got laid off from my full-time job in 2015 and decided to become an entrepreneur. And it was during that time where I said, not only do you have to understand your cash flow, but also the cash flow of your business. And my goal was to never work for somebody else full time. So what I did was I started to figure out, okay, how am I going to track my spending, my savings every month? And also I am so big on passive income. That has been something that has benefited me through all different stages of life. First as an entrepreneur, now as somebody who has a child, figuring out passive income streams allow me to make income while I sleep. And there's simple ways to do that. Money in a CD, a high yield savings account, figuring out a part of your business that you can make into a passive income source rather than requiring you to show up and do it. So that's really helped me through all stages, be able to live a good life with my family and not work all of the time. So important to have that perspective, especially as we evolve, because it is hard to keep up and you want to be able to have more time, especially when you get married and you have kids and you maybe want to have more time away from the hustle and bustle, although everyone does different things. And on that note, you talked about your business and passive income. Tell us more about your business and how people can learn more about you and be in touch. Absolutely. You can find me at bridesmateforhire.com, jenglance.com. I have a Monday newsletter called Monday Pick Me Up, and I'd love to say hello. By the way, I am a big fan of Monday Pick Me Up. I do read it every Monday and it really does give me a pick me up. I really enjoy it. And you have the cutest picture on it. So that's my tease. So everyone has to subscribe so that they can see the awesome picture that Jen has on the newsletter. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. We all want to live our best financial grown-up lives. One way to do that is to know that the people that we care about are also in a good place when it comes to their money. That might mean our kids, our grandkids, and yes, even our friends. But how? I mean, it's kind of awkward. You see them struggling, pretending to know more than they do, or just making bad money decisions, but you don't know what to say. And even if you say something supportive, then what? That's why I wrote Launching Financial Grownups. In Launching Financial Grownups, I share the tools and strategies so you know what to say to take the pressure off and give those you love the confidence they need. It's all about giving those we care about the right amount of help at the right time so they can not only learn what they need to know about being financial grownups, but also be confident that they can do it and that you will be there to cheer them on. Pick up a copy of my book, Launching Financial Grownups. I promise you'll be so happy that you did. So your extra assignment, my friends, is to ask the five people you interact with most outside of your, let's say, immediate family. So, I mean, you could ask them, but let's focus on five people that you're not related to and don't live with. If there's something that they think of you as the go-to person to do that thing. So just like you saw Jen with her bridesmaids duties, so many entrepreneurs have done that with everything from, let's say, connecting like-minded friends for networking events that they kind of were already doing with their parties to maybe selling simple baked goods. I know that's really cliche, but it works for a reason that everyone loved at their social gatherings and they start actually selling them great ideas coming from things that you are already doing. I am working on that too. So if you have ideas for me, please send them my way. 
DM me on Instagram at BobbyRebel1. That's B-O-B-B-I-R-E-B-E-L-L and then the number one. And you can also connect with me by being on my Substack newsletter list. So easy. B-O-B-B-I-R-E-B-E-L-L dot Substack dot com. I am in awe. I'm so grateful to see the growth over there. And I love sharing my, frankly, more personal stories to the Substack community, the people on my list. I just thank you for liking it. Thank you for all the comments. Thank you for all the sweet direct notes. A lot of people write back to me directly in email to tell me their stories reflecting. I even got phone calls the last newsletter where people just wanted to share the stories that what I talked about in the newsletter brought up for them because it was so relatable. And that is great for me to hear too, because sometimes we feel like we're alone in many of our experiences. So please join me if you have not already, bobbyrebell.substack.com. And I'm going to be making a big announcement there, by the way, hopefully very soon, just hoping to tie up some loose ends and then it's going to get really exciting over on the Substack newsletter please go to my website for my business, Financial Wellness Strategies. I hope to soon have my fall 2023 programs out there so I can help more members of this community be financial grownups. Reach out to me there as well if I can be helpful bringing employee financial wellness programs to your organization. Big thanks to my wonderful and very grown-up guest, Jen Glantz. She is amazing, helping all of us be financial grownups and invest in peace of mind. Wellness for Financial Grownups is a production of BRK Media. Editing and production by Steve Stewart. Guest coordination, social media support, and show notes by Ali Bourbon. Artwork by Chelsea Perez. You can find the podcast show notes, which include links to resources mentioned on the show, as well as show transcripts by going to my website, bobbyrebell.com. To get even more out of this podcast, make sure you are also on our newsletter list, to get more free content to live your best financial grown-up lives. There is a link in the show notes, but you can also sign up by going to bobbyrebell.com or financialwellnessstrategies.com and be a friend. Share the podcast with your friends and anyone you think might like it by taking a screenshot and sharing it on social media. Make sure to tag me on Instagram at bobbyrebell1. While you're there, follow me. If you DM me that you listen to the podcast, I will follow you back. You can also leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Reading each one means the world to me. And please support our merch shop, grownupgear.com, by picking up fun gifts for your grown-up friends and treating yourself as well. Finally, my grown-up friends, don't forget to invest in peace of mind. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>